The Mac Observer's Mac Geek App, episode 890, special Apple event edition for Tuesday, September 14th, 2021. Welcome to the Mac Observer's Mac Geek Gab, the show where you send in, usually you send in your questions, your tips, your cool stuff found. Today, we're going to learn five new things by dissecting what we just heard about at the Apple event. We're not going to recap it because uh, because you can do that. You can go and watch it yourself, and maybe you have already watched it, uh, but we are here to share our thoughts and reactions. We always say these could go 20 minutes, they could go an hour and 20 minutes uh, I'm curious to see where this one goes, but uh, for now, here in Durham, New Hampshire, I'm Dave Hamilton. And here in Fairfield, Connecticut, with no upcoming natural disasters that I know about, this is <laughs> John Affront. John Affront, laughing about natural disasters since uh, 19, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so let's since talk Sandy. about this. Oh my Ooh, goodness. Jeez, yeah. Anyways, so, yeah, um... So let's no. talk about this. It, you are in Connecticut. I'm in in New Hampshire, but Apple's event was California streaming and they streamed from all over California. They used all kinds of different locations and stages and, and not stages and makeshift stages and all of that stuff, which made it really interesting and fun to watch all the different backdrops and everything. So it is worth watching. It was very scenic this time around more so than than others. Uh, I think the only person that was in the Steve Jobs theater was Tim Cook. If, uh, if I'm remembering, but I wasn't taking those kinds of notes. So I mm. could be. And, and, you know, I got to say, I saw more than one person. So I was on Twitter during our live coverage, which, uh, live.macobserver.com. Ah, thank you. Um, yeah. but anyways, I saw more than one person that was following or not following us saying, you know what? These events are actually pretty well done. Oh, I mean, do they, I miss the in-person thing? And and um, the majority of people that I follow were like, eh, I don't, I don't know if I really need it. Yeah, no, they, they <laughs> the the pacing is so much better when. Well, I mean, look, they're they're creating the pacing of these events as opposed to having to plan for it. But then sort of just deal with it in real time when you have an audience and live things happening and people walking at different speeds on and off the stage and all of that. Right. And and the other thing is the the number of people that I've learned about as far as what they do in Apple, they do a excellent job of these presentations. I'm like, who's this person? Like there was a brawn, you know, hey, I'm a brawn and she's true. a brawn. That's um, true. one of the uh, product managers. It was, it was Lauren Braun talking about the Apple Watch. Yes. That's right. And I was like, wow. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Yeah. I, I didn't know about you before. Now yep. I do. So, mm -hmm. um, so, so yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, I like that. They, that they, they, I agree with you. I agree that it's, it's nice. And they get a lot of more people on stage. So you, you get a better feeling of what's happening behind the scenes. Uh, agreed. With these versus the on stage events. So I agreed. I liked it from, from that lens. Now there are other lenses, which we're going to talk about. Sure. Sure. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So let, but let's talk about these things because it, it, and, and, and uh, you know, Apple has their order. We have ours. I would very much like to start with the iPad mini, uh, which I think is the biggest, certainly the, the, the device that has the most change that we are mm -hmm. seeing for this. And man, like that device really makes me like that's the thing that I am going to order first. In fact, I should have already mm -hmm. ordered it, but instead I'm doing this show. So hopefully there are some left, but, um, but yeah, that iPad mini, that's a, that's a pretty, pretty, uh, interesting thing. We have, uh, let's see, I'm, I'm looking at it here. So we do this show audio and video as many listeners probably know, we really try to prioritize, um, the audio portion of this, since most of you are are listening uh, with these reaction shows, 
we sometimes will allow ourselves the opportunity to to focus on the video. But I, I am sharing some of the images that I captured from the mm. uh, from the event, including Apple always puts out these feature grids, which I really, really like because it it allows us to see all of the things that they have put into these devices. And the iPad mini feature grid, of course, starts with it being an 8.3 inch uh, display Edge to edge, they it's still got Touch ID, which they moved to the bezel, like they did with the uh, with the other iPad, Air, which I like. Correct. Yeah, I'm I'm still torn on Apple's hesitancy to offer. I'll say right now it's kind of a mess. Okay, and that's just what do you what opinion. what part of it's in, a mess? In the, in, in, what I think is a mess is that there is a. Uh, you either have touch ID or face ID. Correct. And it's kind of willy nilly as far as what technology they offer. No Apple device that I know of offers both. I wish they could, but they don't as yeah, of yet. They could. I don't think they will. Mm. I think devices that move to face ID will remain face ID. Mm. Uh, but, you know, say, I mean, face ID, you've got to put more, uh, more sensors in to do that. Mm. Right. And so, I think it's a I think it's a cost thing as well as, you know, you don't want to have to dedicate part of the bezel to face ID with an iPad, which you're going to be putting, you know, multiple hands on and that sort of thing. Mm. So it's not as awkward. I, I think I think it's it. I think there's a lot of thought put into would touch ID be be awkward on this device and on a phone, mm. it, you know, without a if, if you had to touch the top of your phone, right, because the home button's gone. Right. So mm. they're putting it in the bezel when they do these edge to edge things like they have here with the iPad mini. So the question is, is there a an awkward use case for having to touch the edge of the device to wake it up? And with a phone, I think that's like a resounding yes. Right. You just want to be able mm -hmm. to pull the phone out of your pocket and have it unlocked and look at it. And and so there you go. Face ID. Right. But whereas with the iPad, you know, it's a two handed device for most of us. So mm -hmm. to to be to have to touch the button, that's not that big of a deal. You're not, you know, it's not the same function and 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 user experience that you would have with a with a phone. So I think that's where your that's where the difference comes from. Mm -hmm. I I don't I I think it might seem willy nilly, but I don't think it's willy nilly. And in fact, I think if you had Touch ID versus Face ID versions of all of their devices, which you know they have built, right? You know, for at least to mock up. I think you would find that they are making the choice that's that's based on the, mm -hmm. you know, on the on the smoothest okay. wake up experience, whatever they call it. But, yeah, I this eight point three inch screen, the fact that it supports Apple Pencil two, the fact that right. it's using USB C. So all of those accessories eat like, you know, you want to plug it into a hard drive. You want to plug it into Ethernet. You want to do fast charging, all of power delivery. Right. All of that stuff now is available to the iPad mini. It it effectively has become, you know, an iPad Pro mini with uh, with mm -hmm. all of that, which I really, really like. So. So, you know, uh, although although the iPad Pro has face ID, if memory serves me and and of course the iPad mini doesn't. So it's you know, it still sits in between. But um, yeah, and uh, what else? Uh, 5G, right? And, and they put 5G that. in it. Yeah. 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 That's one which of those... is weird. I got to say, because last I checked, I don't think my ipad air fourth generation is it i don't think it supports 5g oh uh, okay so it's kind of interesting that the mini now does now uh, eventually i'm sure they're going to migrate all of the ipads to support 5g because of course well why not duh uh, yeah <laughs> I mean, of it's course technologically possible but i understand segmentation and yeah sure and yeah, all yeah, that yeah, stuff yeah. but yeah. um the iPad. But yeah, I'm with you in that the uh, the the mini I think was the most significant upgrade. The other things we're going to talk about shortly were I think more incremental. But this was like wow, they they yeah. you know fixed all the problems or, or they brought it up to a date. Lot of people would be yeah. like, yeah, why would I buy this because it has all this old technology and and they they. They fixed that. So. They fixed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The iPad Air is is LTE, not not 5G. I, you know, I'm, and and of course, you know, I look at the world as we all do through our own lens. I, I'm, 
less and less. I see less and less utility for an iPad to have um, a, 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 a cellular radio in it when most people have seem to have mobile plans on their phones that support tethering. So it's like, does it make, does it make economic sense to a pay extra for those radios in your iPad and then b pay extra for service on that iPad. Mm. And I suppose it depends on how you're using it, but you know, at least certainly for me and with most people that I encounter. And again, I know the plural of anecdote is not data. However, Mm. (laughs) you know, I, I, I rarely encounter someone who in person anyway, who says, Oh yeah, thank goodness. I have a, you know, a a cellular radio in my, or a mobile radio in my, in my iPad, but I'm sure you're out there and you're going to let us know feedback at MacGeekab.com. I would love to hear those use cases. So, but yeah, I I would too, Dave, but but did you say feedback at MacGeekab.com? I said feedback at MacGeekab.com. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I I am I am very likely to order a new iPad mini, but we'll talk about our actually we'll talk about our shopping lists at the end of this as we talk through after we talk through everything. Mm-hmm. So I, I will I, I, I apologize. I retract my statement. I will issue something later. <laughs> All right. So uh, we have the iPad mini. There is the iPad itself, uh, which you know, has seen a moderate update. It uses the first gen Apple pencil. It's got the 10.2 inch display. I I don't know. I like this didn't really do anything for me, Um, but it's not with you. It's like, okay, it's got, you know, a a newer chip. It it has a better camera. Okay. Yes. We expect this. Sure. Uh, Center stage. Okay. All right. That that's kind of neat. That's true. Actually looks very, impressive um for those that are not cinematographers to well no center stage nice center stage is not the cinematography feature center stage is the feature that uh auto focuses the facetime camera so aka the one that's facing Mm -hmm. you on you and center stage is really built for facetime calls zoom calls you know all of those meetings so i think this device is very much focused uh, primarily on education would be my guess and and mm. putting that 12 megapixel center stage camera on the uh, you know on the front of it if you will the 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 part that faces you when you're looking at the screen that allows people to to be more effective on like zoom calls if they have to take classes mm. over over zoom or you know think meetings over zoom and things like that so i think i think that's where center stage really shines and and that's fine okay yeah yeah, it's fine. All right. That that was my take was it it it, it allows you to make better videos, but better the, video your, calls. Your, your intent. Yes. Your 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 in, uh, I'll agree with your yeah. intent. Yeah. Yeah, they it's not really built for filming videos. It's built for those mm-hmm. calls is what Center Stage is really um really engineered for. All right, let's talk about um iPhone 13. To me, that was the that was sort of the next thing on the uh, the list here, because that is that is um, that th- to me the 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 not pro iPhone thirteen is the thing that really sort of stood out to me as the next thing on the list. Uh, I'm kind of blown away with with well. I'm blown away. I'm happy. I don't want to say I'm blown away. I'm happy that they are retaining the mini size um, yes. because I am, I am super happy with the mini uh, as a size. I know that they're not selling lots of them. I'm a little worried that this might be the last of the minis that we see. And I, 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 I had hoped that they would have made the mini a pro iPhone, not a regular iPhone to see if more people would buy the mini, if it came with the better cameras, that was, that was sort of my, you know, my, my selfish hope because I thought maybe that would preserve the mini size going forward. Uh, um, I'm with you on that. So yeah, I like, uh, like you, I like the mini form factor. Um, so now so they now have two models. So it's the iPhone 13 and the iPhone 13 mini, which last I checked, I believe there are four models of the iPhone 12. Is that correct? Well, there were. Um, no, there's the kind 12. 
and the 12 mini and then the 12 pro and the 12 pro max. Yes. So it's okay, the same. So there are four, there the are lineup's four the same. Correct. So they've kind of limited it to two models, right? No, this is exactly the same as what it was with the 12 that we had the 12 and oh. the 12 mini. And then we had the 12 pro and the 12 pro max. And with the 13, we had the, we have the 13 and the 13 mini and then the 13 pro and the 13 pro max. So it's, oh, it's the okay. same. I it's the that. same as what we saw last year. Yeah. Yeah. They, they, there is the, the pro bifurcation of the, uh, you know, the pro or not pro bifurcation. And there's two mm. on either side of that line. So, um, you know, but this, um, the, the 13 better battery life because largely because of the, the, the new chip in there, I I think is the, mm. you know, I think that's the big change that allows better battery life is, is, um, right the A15, the A15 so, okay. bionic. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, and the display brighter display, they, they call it the super retina XDR display. 28%. Yep. 28% brighter. Mm. I know that's always good. Yeah. Yeah. 800 nits is the outdoor brightness, which is, I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, we will, it's the, um, a 15 bionic now is a six core CPU with two high performance and four high efficiency cores. And then, uh, uh, how, how many GPU cores did it have? Four GP, four core six. GPU. Oh, I thought it was it's a six core three. CPU, four core GPU. Right. Right. Is what's right. in it. And then a 16 core neural engine. Uh, and I'm just going through my notes here. I'm sharing them on the video. If you want to watch along, but these are the notes I took. Um, I call them the notes I took. They are uh, actually the things that I posted to liveblog.macobserver.com, but they make for great notes. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the, the, the A15 Bionic, you know, better, faster. I, I like the, um, you know, they, they, it's a 12 megapixel wide camera and then a 12 megapixel ultra wide camera on the back of the, well, the iPhone and the iPhone mini. So the two non pro models, um, and they've got uh, sensor shift across the lineup, which is pretty good. Uh, that new stabilization sensor, which uh, yeah, and what else? Yeah, one point seven micron sensor, forty seven percent more light, so bigger and better. Yeah, <clears throat> the cameras get, and this might be what you were talking about before, John. It, the cameras it, all, across the board get cinematic mode, which which I you know I. I do. I both do and don't buy my iPhone for the camera. It is the camera I use. It's the only camera I use. I'm not a crazy picture taking person, um, mm -hmm. but I like to have a decent camera with me. And so, you know, will I be using cinematic mode? Me? Probably not. Uh, it, you know, I'm not going to be filming movies on my phone, but but it was a cool little demo that they showed uh, with the, uh, you know, with the with the cinematic mode. It's worth it's worth watching where it, it's doing some intelligent tracking. Essentially think about it as portrait mode for video. Mm -hmm. That's that's sort of the right right way to look at it. Um, but yeah. Yeah. The thing is, uh, I don't know about you, but I'm not convinced I need to upgrade to the 13. Well, we'll we're going to talk about our shopping list at the end of this. Oh, okay. Okay. Right. So <laughs> <laughs> I know, no, we're both breaking the rules here. It's like, like we both, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it well, it, it, perhaps the the way to to acknowledge that is to say it, the upgrade to, certainly the upgrade to the iPad mini, that's a that's a huge mm -hmm. evolution of that product. Yes. This is um the iPhone 12 mini the iPhone 12 slash mini to the iPhone 13 slash mini is an incremental mm -hmm. upgrade, right? It it's got Agreed. some some it's got some things but it's not huge, uh, mm -hmm. for sure. So, yeah, I'm I I I I agree with that sentiment. Um, okay. So, yeah. Is there anything to talk about on the iPhone 13s Pro here? I, you know, they spent a lot of time. It was great. I got to catch up on my notes. They spent a lot of time talking about the cameras on this thing. Uh, they couldn't stop talking about the cameras on this thing. It was a little bit much if, uh, <laughs> if you ask me, but the, you know, that like the display got better. That's up to a thousand nits outdoor mm -hmm. resolution now. Right. Uh, and, and the, the, uh, pro motion, uh, which goes up to 120 Hertz, but, but mm -hmm. also slows down to keep bat to maintain battery life or to preserve battery life. 
Like that, I thought on the display, that was actually kind of a nice thing to see them do. Uh, and uh, 3x optical zoom on the 13 Pro for people that care about that with their that like that's that's pretty impressive. That a, is a big deal, yeah. and I got to tell you because I have what I'm going to call a uh, uh, what do they call it? Travel Pro class camera that has 30x optical zoom. I use it mostly for. Um, shooting wildlife yep. because if you get too close, they flee in terror. <laughs> M- makes perfect um, sense. Yeah. And the thing is, uh, there is a class of cameras. Like I think now I have, I think it's a Nikon S9700, but there are a lot of cameras that have this. Having any form of optical zoom on the iPhone to me was a big deal because I've taken some pretty good shots. And the, the the other thing that they introduced was when they introduced uh, image stabilization. That's the other thing is that if you don't have that and you don't have good optical zoom, yeah. you're going to take terrible pictures. Right, right. <laughs> Sorry, unless you're really good or you have a tripod or something like that. So um, then imp- because you look at it, Dave, the lens on this thing is itty bitty teeny weeny. Right. You know, not like these, you know, big boy cameras that, you know, are like... <laughs> They're big. Yeah. So for them to engineer this into a lens that is like so small is, is amazing in in my opinion. Yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, no, it's good. And the, uh, the pro max will go up to six X optical zoom, mm. which, oh, wow. yeah, I, it, which is pretty impressive. So, you know, definitely, um, uh, you know, if, if cameras are your thing, what they've done and continue to do with the pro is pretty impressive. That really is the differentiator there though, right? Is, mm. is pro means, you know, you're getting the better cameras for sure. And like remarkably better cameras, arguably better cameras than most people need, but that, I mean, but not everyone. And that's the point perhaps of the pro you do get some better mm. battery life. Uh, it, um, like I said, Oh, we talked about ProRes video. Yeah. And promotion that right on the, on the display, which actually we didn't talk about ProRes video. Sorry. We talked about promotion. ProRes video is coming via software upgrade later. The hardware is in there. The software is coming later. So, mm-hmm. um, anything more on the pro? No, I think we're good. Okay. And then, uh, I want to talk fitness plus. Excuse me. Yes. Cause that, that to me was the next, mm, and, and perhaps even more important than the iPhone was fitness plus. The the things that they've added here to Fitness Plus are really impressive. Uh, the the well the first was was Pilates. That I mean that's a big deal. A lot of people really enjoy that Pilates workout, and I know I know people who you know wound up going back to the gym because they couldn't do the Pilates thing on Fitness Plus. Clearly, Apple heard the same thing, and so problem solved. Pilates and Fitness Plus, uh, meditation. To the fitness plus that app caught my eye. Guided meditation. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, I've never heard of that before. And oh. I know you, and I know you, and one of our sponsors actually. But um, uh, meditation is something that you're into. I'm not really into, but it's like maybe this will convince me to kind of get into it. Uh, yeah, guided meditation is a it's a fa- a fantastic way to get into meditation. And even if you're a seasoned meditator guided meditation is awesome. It's, it's nice to have something to focus on someone to sort of guide you through the, you know, mm-hmm. a different type of meditation or a, just a different journey. And so I'm, I'm impressed with what they're doing and I'm glad that they're offering it as both a video option, but also an audio only option. So you can sort of do it where you might not have a screen to watch uh, because usually there's not a whole lot to watch with a, uh, with, you know, with a, with a meditation, right? right? Like that's kind of the point. But I think <laughs> this was something that they did along with some of their other services, which we'll talk about shortly. Um, is there enough value in purchasing this? Oh, for 10 bucks a month, man, well, you're not going gonna... to, I'm, I'm saying before this, Oh, was fitness uh, plus uh, is uh, well, actually uh, fitness uh, plus is less than 10 bucks a month. Right. Uh, okay, but I n- I never had an urge to purchase it. Um, yeah, it's you know. ten, you're right. I mean, it's I don't ten sit bucks at home all day. Yeah. I mean, I do get out and walk and hike and and you know ride sure. bike and stuff like that. But but still, uh, uh, I I think this will push some people over the edge, saying, "Okay, oh, you're offering meditation. All right, well, let's, yeah, uh, 
Let's nice to pack it all it in together. No, I, I agree. Yeah, the I mean, we're we're Apple One subscribers in our house. So, you know, we we get it all anyway. It It's cheaper for us to be Apple One subscribers than it than it is not to. Um, mm. Even though we don't use all of the services, the ones that we do use, it, it winds up being less expensive um, to, to yeah, do it I'm that way. I'm still going to do I still have to do a play accountant and figure out the thing is you don't have to charlotte I'm, already did it for you there, there's posts yeah. on on mac observer with charts <laughs> and and you you just go through and you're like yep this is what i do and at the end it'll tell you are you saving money with apple one or not yep so right and will, i yeah i probably do yeah because i do iCloud. i don't do apple music nor do i yeah. need to so okay i'll i'll, I'll check yeah, for, i can already for, tell so. you that if you're not doing both icloud and apple music then apple one will not economically make sense. However, okay. it may be the thing where you say, well, I'm interested in fitness plus, uh, you know, I already do iCloud. Maybe, you know, it, maybe it's only going to cost me an extra, you know, $4 a month to wind up adding, mm. you know, Apple one. And then I get music and the other things that I want. So like it may be, uh, it, the cost Delta may be low enough for you that you say, mm. Oh, this actually would be worth it. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I was impressed. So, Guided meditation, super smart that they're doing these seasonally focused workouts. They were talking about, you know, workouts to get ready for snow season uh, so that you can, you know, get your legs in shape for skiing and all that good stuff. Really smart to do these these seasonally focused uh, things. And then group workouts where you can work mm. out with someone that's not in your home that it like, like actual humans, you know, not just Apple's teachers who are great, by the way, their workouts are, I, I encourage you, John, but really everyone listening, do a fitness plus workout on your TV. Like go through, do one, pick one of the quick ones, 10 minute workout, whatever it is. My guess is you, if you're like me, uh, and like lots of other people, you will find it a whole lot more fun than you thought you would. And often what happens is you're like, oh, I'm just too tired to do a, a, a 30 minute workout. So I'm just going to do 10. And you do 10. And then you're like, oh, well, now I'm like energized and awake. I'll do a 15 minute workout. And by the time you're done, you've done 35 minutes of workout and you like you're good to go. And heading into the winter where, you know, be getting outside and certainly for me, riding my bike become impossible uh the apple fitness plus was it was great last winter and my guess is i'll wind up using it more this winter too but um but those group workouts i could john you and i could do group workouts man there you go yeah all right all yeah. right I'll, uh, I'll put it on my calendar get right on that that's right <laughs> <laughs> all right uh okay so apple watch series seven okay that that's next on our list, you know. I am. Um, I'm all right. I'm not an Apple Watch guy, so I'm going to let you. Uh, but I'll look at my notes here to see if there was anything fantastic. I mean, I think like you. I, I think you said earlier. I mean, it's incremental. It does more things better, but you know, is it like a mind blower? I I I think it. I think for people who have an Apple Watch, this. Um, the the way they are the functionality that comes with this larger screen will probably be a mind blower having mm -hmm. a keyboard that you can tap and type on on the watch screen for those moments you know i certainly wouldn't plan on using it all the time but there are you know probably once a week there's a moment where it's like dang it okay yep fine i you know i i can't do the thing that i need to do on my watch cuz i need a keyboard so i have to pull out my phone or or whatever Having that keyboard on there will, I think, make a big difference. Yep. Um, and and it's you know it's just a slightly larger screen that that makes that possible. Yeah. No, so, I, I I see. My notes here are more screen area, smaller borders, um, charges faster, USB C again, yep. and USB C. So yep. that's good. And you know, um, someday I think all Apple. I mean, the only holdout right now is the iPhone, right? That's correct. It's the Lightning. That's correct. But I think every, uh, and uh, I mean, I'm sure somewhere in a smoke filled room at Apple, they're like, okay, we got to get everything on USB-C guys. I mean, come on. You know, I, I think real. the phone is too thin to get on USB-C. Um, I, I think, I mean, I think that's Apple's feeling is they want to keep mm -hmm. the phone too thin to be on USB-C. Personally, 
I would take a slightly thicker phone with more battery and USB-C, but that's just, you know, Dave's focused world. Oh, so. no, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, number one, you're going to crash the market for people that make lightning accessories or, you know, that's, they're not going to be happy. That hasn't really ever been a, a an expansive concern of Apple's. Let's put it that way. Right. Uh, yeah. So I, 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 I don't think I've got a Series 5 watch. That Series 5 watch for me replaced an OG watch. We don't even call it Series 0, I don't think. Uh, mm. Maybe we call it Series 0, not, but it's not Series 1. Uh, and uh, and I'm very happy with the upgrade from OG to 5. I'm, I'm still very happy with my Series 5 watch. I'm, I'm, I'm not, well, we'll talk about shopping lists in a minute. But it's it's this isn't a simple purchase decision for me. Let me put it that way. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the faster charging, if I were to want to track my sleep, that starts to become a really interesting scenario where, you know, you can charge it for what did they say, like eight minutes or something is enough to to charge it to to get to track mm -hmm. for eight hours of sleep. So that idea of it doesn't need to be charging all night. I I, I kind of like that. So, you know, um, it's there. I don't wear anything when I sleep, not, not a watch and not anything else. So I, I'm just, I'm not, Whoa. I don't know that, you um, need to know that, but yeah. well, you know, but I, I don't know <laughs> that I would ever be comfortable sleeping with a device on. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I get used to it. Of course, people get used to wearing, you know, the, the masks for, um, uh, for oh, what's the CPAP stuff and all that. So, I mean, I'm certain I'm sure I could get used to wearing a watch oh. if I wanted to track my sleep, but uh, all right. Personally, but, I, I wear my mechanical yep. watch all the time. Mm. I don't take it off. I'll take off my glasses though, because yes, your watch is quartz, I mean, right? That's Timex. Yeah. Timex quartz. Uh, quartz. Okay. Watch. Uh, analog watch mechanical in the horology world generally implies that it is not quartz. Okay. That's, that's all. But, but I get what you're, I get what you're saying. Like it's, it's not a digital watch. It's a, an you know, it has, it has a movement yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. The hands. Yeah. yeah it's got hands, hands that move. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all funny right. though. I've, I've spoken to some people, especially the younger folk. Yeah that I've interacted with. And some of them are like, what's that? Yeah. Hands on a watch. Huh. <laughs> you gotta I hang out with more watches, hipsters, course, man. But, but I just like you. So I, I think you have a collection of what I'll call mechanical or analog watches. Yeah. And they're almost works of art. Even oh. this, the Timex, I would say is not a work of art, but it's elegant and yeah. it's easy. You know, we were taught to read time from, a clock on the wall or a watch. Oh, I, I a think about, display. I think about time in it, it with the hands of an analog clock. Like if you tell me it's two fifteen, I am literally picturing two fifteen in my head mm -hmm. and, and I can, I think about, all right, well, I have, I have, you know, 45 minutes to three o'clock and I, I visualize what that is. So even on my Apple watch, my display is always with hands. I never look at it digitally. Because that doesn't make sense to me. I have to do the translation in my head. So, yeah. So, you're right. I was taught mm. to think about time. And there was even, way. it was yeah. funny. The other day I was in line at the store and a guy asked me, he's like, what time is it? And I'll make uh, uh, 20 of 10. Yeah. Or 20 of 1. Sure. And it was just like, I just made that conversion in my brain because that's how I was taught to read time. That's how you think about time. It. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> he understood me, though, which was good. He wasn't like, huh? That's good. <laughs> Uh, uh, iOS 15 is required for, uh, I believe, all of the things we have talked about so far. Apple, to my knowledge, during the event, did not announce a release date for iOS 15, but it uh, lots of little bits of information that have come in uh, indicate that it will be Monday, September 20th. 920. Yeah. Yes. M Monday, September 20th. And then if you go to apple.com slash yeah the apple has a page and they're saying available 920 so okay so you're you're, you're so i think we're on the same page ios 15 ios 15 i'm looking here we are well we can all look we can we can do this together available 920 there you go yep okay mm -hmm. perfect so ios 15 comes out monday 920 i can take the question mark out of the show notes uh, mm -hmm. all of these devices 
uh, well, iPhones will start arriving on the 24th. Happy birthday, Dave. And uh, and oh, I the iPa- iPads will start arriving possibly even earlier than that. So um, and I'm told that iOS 15 release candidate is now out. So I will update my devices. Mm. Um, yeah. All right. Cool. Um, while we're here, John, you do you have any. You have not been playing with iOS 15. Do you have any questions about iOS 15 that we can talk about here? Because I, I, you know, this will be uh, potentially the last episode that people hear before uh, before they um, before right. they have the opportunity um, to download I it. Think so, what has your experience been? So, the most compelling thing that I saw was the sharing ability. Whether it be TV shows or news or face uh, share play, I think is, is yeah, what yeah. they call it. Yeah. Um, that to me seems to be the most compelling additional feature at the moment. I mean, there's, you know, yeah. emojis and messages and, and, and stuff like that. But to me, that's the most compelling feature. So what 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 is your feedback on I well, um, I, I don't or your experience with that? Yeah, I've messed with it a little bit. I mean it's it's an interesting thing. Most of the apps aren't there yet. So that feature isn't as testable right. as it will be when it's in the wild and everybody has those devices. So I really don't have a lot of hands on with that just because of the, the, the state okay. of the thing. All right. So how about. All right. So the next on the list is apparently the notification structure has been. Yep. Updated. What has what's your reaction to that? Apparently, they they allow much better filtering and notifications that you want to see and you don't want to see. Yeah, you you. I mean, you have to spend a little bit of time massaging it, but it it even by default it starts to do a better job of co- coalescing notifications together. Notifications look different. They they. I mean, they're they're basically the same, but there is a different look to notifications. And then, of course, there's the whole focus system where you can tell it. Uh, you know, we, when I'm at this level of focus, I only mm-hmm. want notifications from, you know, that match these filters and these other filters. And, and that that can be a really handy little thing. I I am, you know, the, so, yes, the new notifications thing makes is a whole lot more intuitive. I think the focus thing feels to me like. They want me to spend time managing how I don't want to spend my time, right? It it reminds me of the okay. GTD system for to-dos where half of your life you've got to spend managing your to-do list so that you can be efficient with your to-do list. And it's like, well, dude, I, I, how about if I just keep one and, list and I just do it? You know, it kind you know of feels what? like I, that. I get what you're saying because... And it's actually kind of surprising because Apple now, I mean, in this presentation and past ones, they go all on about machine learning and blah. And machine learning, in theory, should be able to figure this out. It's like, what does Dave or John do at this time and all that? Or what what interactions do they have with their Mac or iDevice? Yeah. And machine, should I pay attention to it or not? Yeah, that's not machine learning, right? Machine learning is when you take hmm. huge data sets. Or AI, AI, but we'll a, say AI. right? AI, AI is, ML, whatever. Right? AI is a <laughs> is a better. But you're right. It and it. I mean, our devices do that already, right? If they took that out, we would notice it. Um, and and they, you know, they do sort of figure. Okay, well, you don't, you know, you dismiss these kinds of notifications. Let's deprioritize those. Let's do that. So, um, it like that part of it. Mm, again, it's not a thing that I I've played with the focus part a little bit. It, it, like I said, it just seems too, it's too much management to be yeah. valuable to no, me. Yeah. Yeah. I, and, and, you know, there will be folks out there whose mileage is totally different because your minds work differently than mine. And that's totally okay. I, it, it, Alex in the chat room says maybe it's over-engineered. That's, I mean, that remains to be seen. I'm not I'm not ready to put that label on it yet, but but that's how it feels to me. But again, I'm use case of one Um, Robin. uh, Sorry, not Robin. Rob uh, in the chat room 
points out that the real-time translation is rather killer. That is true. That is a fantastic uh, feature, and I can see myself wanting to use that when I'm in those scenarios where perhaps uh, there are two people trying to communicate without the uh, without a common uh, common known mm. language. So yeah, yeah, um, yeah. What so, else? Safari. Maps, I mean, the maps look pretty I dandy. Talk, I want to talk about Safari for a second because okay, I I sure. think that's the the one that's going to impact people the most. Uh, because it, well, because it's people the most, yeah, it's radically different, (laughs) right? You, you have this whole new URL tab bar paradigm that's happening in, uh, in Safari for, well, also Safari on Monterey too, which I've been running, Mm -hmm. but, uh, since iOS 15 is coming out sooner, we'll, we'll focus on that and you can go in and set it. To be basically like it was in iOS 14 and prior, but I've left mine on iOS 15's, you know, URL slash tab bar at the bottom mode. And at first it was remarkably jarring. Every time I went into Safari, I would go to tap at the top to type something in and it's like, ah, surprise, it's down here at the bottom. But I left it there because I know how we humans are with change resistance. And I, I'm certainly human and especially so in that regard. And. It's not so bad now. I, like it, I've gotten used to it and I wouldn't say that I'm at the point where I pref- I'm preferring it, but I am very used to it now. And that's only been a week or so. Mm-hmm. So it like it's it's it it's worth giving, you know, if the point of this this segment is to to guide people into iOS 15, I would say it's worth giving yourself a little bit of time to see how you like it because it does give you a smoother scrolling experience. It gives you more screen real estate right out of the gate with whatever content you're looking at. So it like the, the the reasons for Apple choosing to do this are obvious. The question is, can you, and I mean you specifically, you know, for each person listening, come around to it. Can you give yourself enough time to get used to it? Right. If we rewind 15 years, well, we weren't used to anything. Right. So if they Mm -hmm. gave us this, we would have been like, great, that's fine. But they didn't. They gave us what we you know, what we've gotten used to. And so now we need to just unget used to that. Um, Whether this actually turns out to be better or worse is a judgment none of us can make on day one. And I, I think that's the most important thing to factor in. But I may get to a month just like any of you might and say, all right, I've given this a fair shake. I'm done with the change resistance. I can truly evaluate this for what it is because I've spent a month living in this world and I want to go back to the other world. And then you just flip a switch and you go back to the other world. Like many of us have done with mail and, you know, classic mode or whatever the heck they, they still call it. So mm-hmm. give yourself time with the Safari thing. It, it does allow for smoother switching from tabs and all of that good stuff. So, but expect to be shocked because certainly I was, and, and I think most people have been. So, yeah. 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 Um, I personally don't like sudden UI UX changes. Well, you, of course you don't. For None no of us good do. Reason. That's the thing. I mean, unless there's a good reason. It's like, well, why did we put this at the bottom instead of the top? And I'm like, uh, okay, present your case. Explain to me why you think it's better to put it there yeah. than where every other browser in existence puts it. <laughs> Well, it, because and you could convince me. OK, but no, you got to just try it. You, I mean, you have to just experience okay. it. You got to give I yourself try to, it, but give, I want to be able to undo it. Treat it. You absolutely to. can. It, it is totally undoable. But give yourself. Because I, I believe earlier versions did not let you undo it. The, the technology previews were like, OK, you're stuck with this. Correct. And it's like, no, that. That Correct, but terrible. but no, you're not getting a technology preview. You're going to get the release, and the release has right. the switch to uh, to change to either either mode. Right. Give yourself two weeks that because that's the period mm-hmm. of time it takes most humans to get over change resistance. So you got to give yourself two weeks because you're a human being. And I mm-hmm. like finding. I find that you know my thumbs are at the bottom of my screen, and so okay. to have to move to the top like that's the that's the case. So give yourself time. You'll be mm-hmm. there. Um, Air tags. Right, the other. Hmm? Air tags. Did you have a question about Safari? Because I wanted to go to Air tags. Uh, um, I did. So, what has your experience been? So, apparently, now you can share extensions. 
I haven't done Between any. Between macOS and iOS. So apparently the extensions yeah. are now extended uh, um, uh, to iOS. So you can use the same one or if the developer chooses to do so, you Correct. can use a Safari extension on iOS That's in right. addition to macOS. That's you right. I haven't messed with extensions on Safari. Okay. I don't do a lot of it on my Mac, so it, you know, but they I am looking forward to developers sort of getting things in there, you know, one password, things like that where it can be more integrated into the Safari experience as opposed to just being a password manager, like that mm -hmm. sort of thing. I I'm looking forward to, you know, uh for sure. Uh AirTags get some additional functionality. The the best part really? Yeah, is a notify when left behind option, something I wanted with tile for a long time. And you, you know, a great example would be uh, your keys or your wallet, right? If you put an air tag in your wallet, you can have it notify you when you have separated from that device. Hmm. And that's fantastic. And the best part is you can set exceptions. So for me, I have an air tag in my backpack. I don't need to be notified if I leave home without my backpack. But if I leave any other location without my backpack, I want to be notified. And believe it or not, that's the default way it's set up. Your home is put in as an exception to everything, because otherwise you'd drive yourself crazy every time you left the house. But leaving, you know, like, you know, Starbucks without your backpack, that'd be a really good thing to know. And uh, and you and I would get notified about that now. So. Yeah, AirTags get get some fun stuff, um, which is good, which is good. Um, we get Hide My Email and iCloud Private Relay. We've talked about iCloud Private Relay uh, on the show before. It works as advertised. It works really, really well. Uh, you also get the Safari Intelligent Tracking Prevention that effectively uses iCloud Private Relay, but it uses it whether you're an iCloud paid subscriber or not. All the known trackers are routed through a you know the uh the apple's obscurity network we'll call it for um for everyone you can turn that off of course if you want but by default it's on hide my email is so much easier to use now than the the previous thing because you actually get an address that you can just paste in anywhere it's not this whole well sign in with apple and it creates an address on the fly and you have no idea what it's doing hide my email you just tell it create me an address and now that's an address and you can expire it or not. It's it's a it's a much smoother experience. And um, that the other thing I noticed, John, last night was CarPlay. I noticed in the messages portion of CarPlay, there's a little uh, announce trigger or, or toggle, I should say. Mm. And so I turned it on normally in CarPlay. When I get a message, it shows up that I have a message on the screen. It'll say, you know, new message from John F. Braun. Uh, if I tap that, it will then uh, read me what you have typed to me, which is great. Mm. If I put announce mode on when your message comes in, it reads me what you have typed to me. I don't have to do anything. So for those long car rides mm. where or even short car rides, if it's just you, if it's just me in the car, I would leave announce mode on so that if a message comes in, it's just announced into the car. I'm good to go. I don't have to like be fumbling around and tapping anything. It. It's a smoother experience. Um, so, but it, it, nice. it, I, yeah, it, the sort of um, overall experience is that iOS 15 has been a very smooth upgrade. Uh, I am comfortable recommending it to people. I haven't had weird crashes. Uh, it's been stable, but it, other than the, the jarring Safari experience thing that we talked about, it's it's all pretty smooth. Again, notifications will look different, but if if you don't dig in and start changing things, they won't function all too differently. So I I I you know I I think it's based on my experience. Day one is a fine day to to upgrade uh, for yourself. So any other questions on iOS fifteen before we get past that? No, no okay. questions. The only thing is, uh, speaking of uh, OS updates. Update your Mac OS or iOS because there's a nasty security thing out there. Yes. I've upgraded all my devices. So uh, if you haven't yet, go to um, software update and take care of that. Yes, that's, yeah, if it's a, a what, some kind of PDF Some zero day. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's yeah. pretty nasty. No bueno. Uh, 
So the only thing I have left from the California streaming event, John, to talk about on my list anyway, is TV Plus. I, in fact, I, I think it came from your list. I didn't really have anything to say about TV Plus. Um, the only things. So one, I did watch. So TV Plus, as most people know, you can get a free one year trial. And so I'm like, you know, so I, I, I think when I bought my iPad Air, um, they were like, hey, you want a free year? And I'm like, OK, sure. Sure. Um, but I wasn't driven to watch anything, really. Huh. Um, but well, because uh, as opposed to Netflix, I like Netflix because I can binge old shows that I'm familiar and comfortable with. Whereas Apple TV Plus is a little different in that it's original content. That's so right. how do you deal with that? The thing is, you watch the new they, shows. <laughs> but the thing is, they finally. So I was convinced to watch one uh, called uh, uh, Schmigadoon. I think mm. it was hilarious. It's oh, you like, like it? A, oh, good. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then right. there, uh, and then what's coming up, which I'm very looking forward to is foundation. Yep. I don't know if you remember Mr. Asimov, of course, but, um, yeah, I read that entire series and, and it's epic. The thing is, I, I, I can't wait to see how they realize it on a screen because it's a really, it's worth Complex watching some of the trailers. I, I mean, story, and I've seen some of them, and they've been floating more, more and more of them out. But they've also got other. I mean, they just had the Emmys, I think, or the or the Video Music Award, whatever. But, the but they just had awards and stuff, yeah. and Apple got like awards right and left because. Have you not watched Ted Lasso? I have not yet. Oh, like dude, excellent, dude, so. dude! It will warm your, it will warm the cockles of your heart. <laughs> It, no, it's fantastic. It's so well done. I, You know, I started watching it, and I know it, it, I'm probably telling John might be the only person that hasn't watched Ted Lasso, and that's okay. Um, I'm sure there's others out there, but uh, I might be telling most of you what you already know. You know, I, I did not know what to expect going into that. I'm a huge Jason Sudeikis fan, but for things like, you know, we're the Millers and horrible bosses and, and you know, that type of, of comedy – I watched Ted Lasso because I thought, oh, I'm going to get that type of a show. It is not that type of a show. It is so much. It, it was such a shock for me to see Sudeikis in this, you know, not just in this role, but creating this type of show. And it is fantastic. Like, I cannot wait for each episode to come out. Uh, so I so highly I, I, recommend I have, it. I have to appreciate their strategy because, you know, I mean, right now it's death by a thousand cuts right i mean there's peacock mm -hmm. there's this there's, there's everybody so it's like why should i pay for this because so, it's really good because their strategy was number one here we'll give you a free year and number two we're going to come out with some kick-ass content that's and it they've been coming out with the kick-ass content yeah so it's the only streaming service that i have right now that is primarily original content and not old stuff but it's only but, original content know, yeah well, I need you need both, though. So so I have Apple, right now Apple I have, disagrees with you. I mean, you yeah. you might need both, but but Apple doesn't feel they need both in their uh, in their thing. And the part of the reason for that is they want the freedom to be Apple. They want to be able to say we don't have any licensing restrictions for this content anywhere that we want it to go. We can mm -hmm. put it because it's ours. They're not dealing with some weird like, you know, Netflix is constantly We've talked about it on this show, like, you know, the, the ExpressVPN ads that we did, they'd send us the creative for it and say, use, uh, you know, ExpressVPN so that you can watch this show on Netflix in this country because it's not allowed in that country and blah, blah, blah. I mean, I get it. Like, th that's how licensing works for Netflix. They have to do that. But Apple doesn't have to because they they own all of this. But while you're at it, John, I, I would check out we've enjoyed Home Before Dark and Mosquito Coast. Uh, I did not care for for all mankind. It never resonated with me, but a lot of people like for all mankind. And oh, okay. you, you might Tom Hanks, right? Nope. Yeah. For all mankind is um. Oh, maybe is he? No, Tom Hanks isn't in for all mankind. It's a, it's a, that was um. Oh, the guy who did Battlestar Galactica, right? Did um, did for all mankind. Um, but Servant and Tehran were fantastic. Lisey's story was fairly well done. Calls is bizarre if you want to like blow your mm. mind. 
Losing Alice, again, really, really good. Defending Jacob. I'm just looking through the list here of the things that we've watched. There is so much good content here. Uh, I didn't care for Schmigadoon, but I'm not a big fan of musicals. I know that sounds strange. I'm not, which is funny because you're a musician more than I am. Yeah, I play um, play theater shows. Yeah. I liked it because it was... Yes. Yeah, it was a parody of of you know like 30s and 40s um, oh, yeah. musicals. Yeah, and <laughs> I just I just don't like shows where people are suddenly singing for no reason. Like it just well, that's <laughs> well, what a that's musical what happens is in this one. So you won't. Like no, I know. I watched it. I like I've watched a few episodes, but I mean, I don't like. It's again, it's weird because I play drums for musicals on a regular mm-hmm. basis, but I I generally don't like going to see musicals. It's just weird uh, for me. But uh, you know, it's fine. Like I, I I don't I certainly don't have anything against people who do like musicals. It just doesn't. Uh, Mr. Corman has been interesting. I will warn everyone though if if you are if you do have the same weird uh, predispositions as me, episode three. I think it was three somewhere in there. There is a musical esque moment, but it, it it's a surprise uh, in terms of the, the just the flow of the show, because it's not a musical. And we have thus far uh, not seen that repeat itself. So mm, perhaps they they perhaps they, they won't continue with that silliness. So, but yeah, there's great stuff on on Apple TV plus. If you've got it for free, man, I would I would spend some time experimenting with it. It doesn't cost you anything. Uh, yep. So, yeah. Well, right now I have Apple TV, Netflix, and um, Disney Plus. I also like because yeah. they're constantly adding new sure. original content. Yeah. Um, in addition, old stuff like, you know, every now and then I want to watch an old Star Wars. Right, so. right. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is great. Yeah. All right. So, John, before we or as we wrap up here, mm. what's on your shopping list from today? <sighs> I'm not sure anything is on my list. Okay. So the way you were talking about the cameras in the iPhone Pro, I thought maybe a 13 Pro was was on your list. The thing is, the 12 mini takes good enough pictures for my taste. Sure. And I have a better point-and-shoot camera. So uh, there's not enough, honestly, Dave, in the 13 to convince me to upgrade this phone. I've skipped cycles as I think you have, but there uh, again, there's not enough. Um, the mini is interesting. The iPad mini, but, and actually my parents have one and they, they really like it. Uh, my dad has, it's like his primary thing. Um, but I have the air with touch ID or generation, I think. Um, uh, again, there's not enough. I, I really don't use my iPad that often. So, you know, I got to say there's really nothing in the lineup that I personally sure. would, would buy if they had introduced. Uh, and the thing is now also, so I have what will probably be my last Mac mini and I. Uh, oh, uh, now Mac you're talking Pro. about you're talking about the wrong shopping list. I'm not I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to well, no, that shopping list. I'm going to say is not there because they didn't announce them. So, Correct. Okay, yeah, we'll, that's we'll, ne- we'll that's next month's that shopping list. Yes, that's next month's shopping list. Yeah, for but sure. As far as my current iDevices, um, yeah. I uh, nothing is on my shopping list. So I, I, and I'm just going to ask because because there were some things that you said you were interested in. So Fitness Plus is not on your shopping list because that no. Okay, even for the meditation stuff. All right, just checking. Correct. And uh, no, still no Apple Watch for Mr. John F. Braun, huh? I'm still still analog, dude. Well, it, I am both. You can be both. It but is not maybe, uh, a binary uh, no, decision. That. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'll, you know, scan the uh, refurb, you hmm? know, store. And I, I would go for something at least, of a prior generation. I mean, I probably wouldn't get a Gen Zero if you can even get those. No, these days, but I, I would go for at least a Series Five if you're mm-hmm. going to um, if you're going well, go, to get like GPS and stuff. And I think five has GPS. Five right, was. For, the, yeah, was exactly. Option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's let's take a look at the refurb store and see what series. So you can go back to a Series Five on the refurb store and you can get them for three oh nine if you want to do that. Mm. So, yep. 
There you go. I and I again, I have the five. It's worth looking at the difference between the five and the six to see if if there's enough there to want to jump up uh, on the six. But because um, you can get. Uh, oh, I need to turn off series five. I see how this works. So for another 60 bucks, you can go up to the six. They've got a nice pink one there for you, John, with a gold case. So maybe that's, uh, maybe that's your thing. So for me, <laughs> the, um, the shopping list almost certainly includes an iPad mini. I think that's, mm-hmm. that's, you know, I have not bought an iPad in a very, very long time. And I've, I've always been a fan of the mini right now. I have a 10 inch iPad pro kind of the old and OG 10 inch, if you will. And so it's, it's, I mean, it's time for that one to go for sure. And, uh, to bounce up to the iPad mini, uh, for me, I think it's a, a pretty much a no brainer. So I should have ordered that before we did this, but you know, I wanted to get here and do the show. So I'm gonna go order one of those. And then, um, I think, well, I, I, as a, as a, if I were treating myself solely as a user of devices, I I think I'd be in the same boat. Like I don't, the differences between the, the 12 and the 13, uh, for the iPhone aren't really enough to convince me that I need to go for a new one, Mm -hmm. but I'm not just a user. I also am the co-host of Mac Geek Gab, and we absolutely need to be able to answer your questions about these things. So I am absolutely going to get up on Friday or stay up, whatever the timing works out to be, and order an iPhone 13 mini, most likely the mini. I've really appreciated this size of the phone, and I don't think I want to change. So, so uh, it, you know, plus I, I, there are the rumors that say that this is the last year of the mini sizes. So maybe I don't upgrade next year if they don't do a mini size because I really, really like this. And so I, I trade up and, and do that. And I may actually wind up trading up our household. Uh, you know, our our history has been that we we sort of uh, my devices sort of fall through into the, the system of the household. I don't think there's anybody else in the house that wants the mini size phone. So um so, uh, I may be trading my mini uh, in for a new mini. So, there you go. Yeah, the thing is, so I have a, a corporate Verizon store, okay. which actually, when I've done my iPhone upgrades, I've done it through them. Right. And and they're fine. You know, it's like, okay, give us your old phone. We'll give you credit. And we yeah. give them the new phone. They get it directly from Apple. And actually, they've had them available the day of release. Because they're a corporate store, not a, a franchise. Yeah. I think franchises are like you know, uh, not as don't get as much supply as the corporate stores. Okay, um, I mean I, you can I just mean, buy I mean, it from I mean, Apple. I mean, too. I may pop in and say, yeah. "All right, you know, here's my less than a year old, you know, yeah. iPhone 12, and what are you going to give me?" And if they give me enough, maybe I will just keep yeah. up to date. Just to keep up. Like to I date. told you, the battery on my iPhone is at like. 87 percent which oh wow after a year is eh. yeah mine's at 94 but i don't yeah. use chi and i only charge once a day i have no idea if any of that makes any difference but um yeah 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 all right folks well that's uh that's gonna do it for us let us well see i don't like this when my mixer doesn't there's a weird thing that happens with my audio, my external control surface, right? It's a, a USB-based control surface. Effectively, it turns into a MIDI-based one, and uh, it's got, you know, control faders and stuff on it. But after a period of time, it will not let me adjust the controls. It will move hmm. when I move things. So, like, if I move this down on the screen, it moves down on the thing. But if I move the fader up, it just resets. I don't know why that is. Hmm. So it kind of drives me crazy, John. Now, where's the thing? Oh, I have the wrong one. See? See? <sighs> it drives me crazy, John. I got to figure this out. It's a new problem. What did I do with my Google Chrome window? This happened. You know that thing where your mouse brings things to new parts of the screen? Mm-hmm. It just happened again. But I found it. It's all good. Uh, anyway, so the band came screaming in today. But, uh, yeah, send us your shopping list. Feedback at MacGeekab.com. We want to hear what you have to say and what you're going to get or what you've already ordered 
Let us know. Let us know your thoughts about any of these things. Let us know your thoughts about iOS 15. We will be doing uh, next week's episode 891. Uh, We will record that on Friday morning, so we can absolutely include uh, your thoughts about iOS 15 if you've been running any of the the public or, or developer betas. We'd love to hear about it. That's what we got. John, you got anything else for today? I got nothing. Got nothing. All right, folks. Thanks so much for uh, spending your time with us. This, uh, if you did it live with us, there were tons of you live, huge live audience today. But yeah. uh, if you spent your time with us live, or or uh, or you're listening to either the audio or watching the video, thanks so much for hanging out. And we will um, we'll see you next time. We appreciate it. We um, yeah, it's fun. We all get to rock and roll here together. Let us know. Feedback at MacKeyCup.com. John, before we um, before we we leave this particular episode, do you have any uh, any last thoughts to share, my friend? Yes, I do. Okay. Um, especially if you're thinking of purchasing a new Apple device, just make sure of one thing: don't get caught. Made up.